Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I applaud Justin Fields today. He's being honest, very honest in his press conference, talking about the issues that have been plaguing him. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It is Maggie and Perloff right here on CBS Sports Radio. Prof, I like this. A guy comes out and basically says it's been paralysis by analysis. There's too much information that I'm being given by the coaches. I can't process it, and it's made me a robot, and I'm not playing like myself. What kind of idiot quarterback is honest in a press conference? Don't you know (laughs) the Tom Brady rule is 90% lies? Why would you praise him for being honest? That's the one place sitting in front of the media at that podium, the last place you should be honest. And I like Justin Fields, but this applies to him like, Why do you have to share all that? What are you doing here? Okay, I think he has to share all of it because the team is terrible, because he's in a bad situation, and he feels like he can't rely on the skills that got him to the NFL. This is what always happens when adversity hits. You go back to what got you there, and that's what he wants to do. He wants to go back to being the person who plays on instinct, and here's why I think it will work. It can't get much worse. The Bears stink. They're awful. They are in a spiral. If the quarterback needs to feel more comfortable or play in a way that's more free, where he's not stuck in his own head, that's probably the only prayer the Bears have this year to make their season competitive. Yeah, but the great quarterbacks never insult people, anyone but themselves. I mean, Tom Brady famously, it's all on me. It's all on me. It's all on me. Can you imagine Jalen Hurts doing this? Jalen Hurts, coach's son, Jalen Hurts. There's no way in a thousand years he would get in front of a microphone and say the coaching staff is doing something wrong. Patrick Mahomes, I don't think he's ever even said anything slightly critical about an assistant or a head coach. The the winners just bring it all on themselves 100% of the time. Okay, let's hear a little bit from Justin Fields. Mandy, can I first have cut three, please, which is Justin Fields. First, let's see what he saw in his week two performance against the Bucks. I saw a few plays on Sunday to where I was playing like my old self. Like, we would have had a positive play. Like, there would have been, you know, a few more third-down conversions. So, um, I think that's the biggest thing for me is just, you know, playing the game how, you know, I know how to play it, how I've been playing it my whole life. So, that's what I got to get back to doing. Okay, so he felt like there were plays on the field where they could have extended the drives and could have extended the drives if only he had been playing like his old self. But instead, he's so stuck in his head, he wasn't able to do that. So he was asked, why was he playing so robotic? Um, You know, could be, uh, you know, uh, coaching, um, I think. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, they're doing their job when they're giving me, you know, what to look at and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I you know, can't be thinking about that when the game comes. I prepare myself throughout the week. And then when the game comes, it's, it's time to play free at that point. So um, thinking less and, you know, playing more. 
okay, the coaches are doing their jobs. They're trying to tell him what to look for. But here's the thing. It's not getting through or it's not working for your quarterback. So rather than just keep inundating him and inundating him with this information that on game day is leading to negative plays and bad football, why not adjust to what the strength is of the quarterback? That's modern football always. Well, what's his strength? I think he thinks his strength is playing more on instinct. No, we know what his strength is. Oh, running is. the ball, sorry. Running the ball, right. Uh, he ran the ball like crazy last year. He was on pace to set the NFL record for running. How many games did they win? Two. Where did they draft? Number one overall. Well, could have if they didn't trade the pick, yeah. Yeah. They were the worst team in the league with him running. So what's he was obviously playing on instinct last year. I don't know. That, I don't know why he's saying any of this. Just say it behind closed doors. That's what really you should do. But the other thing, too, is running didn't work either. Okay. I, I agree, by the way. I, Luke Getze, who was a West Coast coach at Green Bay, it doesn't seem like a great fit. I mean, Shane Steichen, who coached Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia, seems like a great fit. Right. Obviously, they haven't figured out a mobile quarterback, but none of this has to be worked out in front of the press. And the other thing, too, is I. you said they can't get any worse. I don't see how this makes it better. What's he going to start running more? Well, I don't know if it's going to make it better. Listen, they've got the Chiefs this weekend, so, you know, good luck with all that. It's, right. That's going to be a tough assignment, no matter if everyone's clicking on the same page or not. But, I mean, I think he's trying to give a little context for why it has looked so bad through the first two games. Why is he – It's not, that's not his job. He's just – all he should focus on is how we can make it better. And I, he he's could say that, that he could say that without throwing the coaches under the bus a little bit here. Well, I think he's he, throwing himself and the coaches, right? Yeah. I think he's saying that he's obviously not doing what they want him to do, or he's not processing the information yeah. that they want him to download. And also, they're shoving too much and putting too much on his plate. I mean, he did say that the coaches have been receptive to what he said and that he's expressed this to yeah. them, but he would not elaborate on whether it's too much information during the week or is it too much information on game day in the moment that's really causing this, him to play like a robot. I hate saying this because I'm in the media, but don't, that should be behind closed doors. I mean, whatever the communication is, and, and if it doesn't work out, first of all, everyone there is getting fired anyway. And, you know, there's so many problems with this team that go way beyond Justin Fields. Sure. Look at the the new GM, Ryan Poles. He tra traded a second-round pick for Chase Claypool, the wide receiver, who actually had a nice touchdown last week, but it's been one of the big busts in NFL. There are all these clips of him sort of wandering lazily around the field. He passed on Jalen Carter in this year's draft, which is going to haunt them forever. Uh, I just think that this whole team sort of has a loser energy, and this does not help. And that sounds really harsh, but they... This is what bad teams, the kind of thing bad teams do. Okay. This doesn't feel like a rallying point to turn into a good team to me. Okay, well, first of all, that remains to be seen. I don't know if they're a good team, if anything could save them. To your I, point, I could, there's been so many like failures and, and the roster's just not that, that good. But here's what I'm, I'm wondering about for Fields. Is he trying to maybe save, give himself a shot? You just said it. Whole coaching staff's probably getting fired this year. Yeah, right? I mean, I mean, they seem like they're headed that way. The NFL is just there's no patience. It's very rare that you would get another shot here for this coaching staff. So I think he wants to say, "Hey, I got to put stuff on film here where I want to still have a career." These guys are all going to get fired. They're all going to get other jobs as coaches. I want to still keep playing quarterback. So maybe he feels like he has to get his side of the story that, out. I don't know. That would just stink, though, because I hear I, 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 me, me, me. Well, he's like a quarterback. A, yeah, quarterbacks are the the number one we position. It should be we, 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 we. Uh, yeah, he can't be. I don't, first of all, I don't really necessarily think that's, I think subconsciously, yes, that's probably what he's trying to do. Yeah. But I hope that he's not saying like, all right, well, they're going down. I better save my butt by showing that I can make a lot more plays here. 
Uh, he and he actually did really kind of insult the play calling a little bit. It wasn't just it wasn't just too much information. So we'll, well see what happens. Insulted it. So this was yeah. from last week or yeah. from Sunday rather. Yeah. Uh, this is from Sunday on that pick six against the Bucks. He kind of walked everyone through the thought process. And that situation is tough because, you know, if you call a deeper pass, you don't want to drive back in the end zone and uh, potentially take a safety. So, uh, you know, I mean, I think that's a tough spot uh, regarding play calls, you know, for, for Luke in that position. So, um, you know, he went with his gut and, you know, number seven ended up making a good play. So, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, is that throwing the play caller under the bus? I think it's just explaining it. I mean, he seems sympathetic. He's like, he's got a tough job. That's, that's a tough call to make in the moment on what the play should be. That that play cost me the over-under in that game, so I'm, I'm upset about it. <laughs> it's all about you. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I, again, he should have just said, I screwed up that play, because he did screw up that play. He threw the ball to, to a guy who was four yeah, feet Barrett. in front of him. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry I'm confused because Shaq Barrett is wearing number seven. It's still bizarre. No, I, know, I don't So like bizarre. I'm like, who was that Levante David with the pick? Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I don't really love this from Fields. You know, he's such an, an interesting player. He's got two things working against him. What's up? The Ohio State thing. Uh, where people thought maybe he was a product of that system. And Ohio State quarterbacks are 0-9 through two weeks of the... I'm sorry, 0-6 through two weeks of the season. Like, Burroughs lost two. C.J. Stroud oh, lost Burrow's two. not an Ohio State like, quarterback. Oh, I do. He's right. an I LSU that. quarterback. But I, I saw this stat. Yes. Anyway, he, but the other thing, and this is really... This has nothing to do with Ohio State, Justin Fields, Luke Getze. That position on that team is cursed. We know nobody can play quarterback for the Bears. You and I were talking pre-show. Well, what if they're really bad and they have a top five pick? Is anyone going to want to go play football there? Is Caleb Williams from USC going to want to go to cold weather Chicago and play quarterback? It's been a very tough spot historically. They haven't been able to solve this in four decades, Maggie. And I wonder, wonder, is it possible that a, a position in a team can be cursed? Well... If there is one, it's probably this. I mean, there's a couple other <laughs> the Jets franchises. <laughs> I'd say the Jets could also claim a quarterback curse <laughs> yeah. if they'd want to. But I see, I wonder if they do end up with a top five pick. And don't forget, they've got their pick and they've got the Panthers yeah. pick. So if they have a top five pick, which could be trending that way, they might have two. Um they're definitely going to take a quarterback. And probably a new coaching staff will take a quarterback. Right. So if I'm Fields, I probably want to go a little YOLO on this thing. Not throwing anyone under the bus, mm, okay. but that's a you only live once, which is I need to play like myself because I feel like my career is flashing before my eyes. And just because you get drafted into a bad situation like Justin Fields mm-hmm. did doesn't mean it should de- – it- he probably doesn't want it to define the rest of his career. I think this is him taking a stand here and also being honest. Paralysis by analysis. There's too much going on. I'm getting fed too much information uh, or the wrong type of information, and it's messing me up. I feel like you would kill Josh Allen if he was saying this about your Buffalo Bills. (laughs) Not kill him, like uh, criticize him about, what Josh, why are you talking about yourself here? You should be talking about the team and only the team. No, I wouldn't because he's the only thing that's going to get my team hopefully to the promised land. That's never going to happen. There's never going to be one player who's going to get a football team to the promised land. Okay, well, but this is the most important position in professional sports, and so I I want my quarterback feeling comfortable. I also want him to be held accountable. Don't get me wrong about that. When Allen turns the ball over four times or if Justin Fields needs to be held accountable, I'm all for coaching is doing that don't let the guy skate but play into their strengths or hone back their deficiencies when they need it that's called coaching and I think that Justin Fields is telling you right here this isn't working for me yeah I mean it sounds like he doesn't really want to be coached that badly 
Because he's saying you're giving me too much information it's and like that's your job. Square peg round hole or something. I don't it's know. It's not working. Yeah, it, I think it's hard to tell exactly who's at fault here. But I'll tell you one thing. If I'm Chicago and I do have a top five pick, Iberflus gets fired. I mean, you could have a father-son combo coming. A little Dion and Shador? Why not? I can't believe it took you 11 minutes into the show. We should have led with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Iberflus out. Remember Harbaugh? Dion in. We've always been penciling Harbaugh into that job at some level. Yep. Dion, Dion is playing well in the cold weather of Colorado, Chicago. Well, it hasn't gotten cold yet. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But he seems, you know, he seems to like the. He's not bothered. Dion, who's from Florida, yeah. doesn't mind the cold weather. No, I think there was like a foot of snow for the spring game. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think he could do Chicago, uh, and then Shador. Be Shador probably will be sort of mock drafted to the Bears if Justin Fields doesn't pick it up. And, and like you said, they play Kansas City this week. They're going to go to zero and three most likely. I mean, it doesn't feel like the, even if uh, Justin Fields does change his style of play and everything works out here. It looks like it's going to be bad. If they're six and ten this year, six and eleven, I mean, where are we going? What what future are we building with Justin Fields as the Bears' quarterback? You've brought it up many times. They didn't draft him. This, this front office yep. did not draft him. So I don't know. Maybe Here's the one thing, though, he's making you, a stand, but I don't know where it's going to go, man. But if there was any chance that they were sort of if 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 the say the front office or the coaching staff is thinking like, oh boy, this could be a sinking ship. We got to save our rear ends. And we've got to yeah. be selling it to the owner, like, hey, if we can just, if you just give us a chance to draft our own quarterback, we can get rid of Fields, and then we can bring our own quarterback in. Like, I don't know. Then you should have traded him, because to recognize mm. that two games into the season, if indeed that's what's going on, to recognize that two games into the season, well, you probably could have traded him, or just keep the number one overall pick and take someone else. Yeah, but first of all, I, it's proving to be maybe there wasn't a surefire number one pick there. Who would have been Bryce Young? I don't think they're going to bring Bryce Young into Chicago. That doesn't seem like a fit. Uh, the you know here's the thing about uh, Justin Fields. Like who's trading for him now? The Jets, for example, need a quarterback. They're not yeah. bringing Justin Fields. He's unproven. He I has mean, never be honest, been a winner in the NFL. Zach Wilson actually has a higher passer rating than Justin Fields. Yeah, I mean, tough, they tough almost drafted Fields too. Yeah, that's going to PFF by the way. That draft is not working out well. Trevor Lawrence is great, but then you go Zach Wilson two, Trey Lance three. Justin Fields, 11, and Mac Jones, 14 or 15. I mean, it might be all of them are gone by next year, except for Trevor. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's waste no time. Our friend Big Dave's in Kentucky. Dave, how are you? I'm good, Maggie. How are you? Excellent. Good. Listen, usually I usually align with your position on most most things, but I I couldn't. You're a smart person with great taste, impeccable class. Yes. True, but <laughs> in this particular case, I could not possibly disagree with you more. Okay, why? I don't think this is not something that you do if you're a leader. I think it says something about, uh, I'm not going to say lack of character, but I mean from a leadership, football, quarterback, leader team, team perspective, I think this is a reflection on his character. And, you know, he's not a backup quarterback that we're talking about. Uh, somebody gets injured, you have to bring someone in and you expect you know, the offensive coordinator to water down the system and simplify things so he can understand it. Being a quarterback in the NFL is a very complex situation, and I think the big or a big is a very complex uh, position. Occupation. Yeah. yeah, position. And I think the question with Fields has always been this. I mean, he's athletic, he's got a strong arm, but I, I've said it a thousand times, the ability to process defenses on the fly, that is the most important attribute of an NFL quarterback. And I, I just... I, th- I think that's the deal here, but I can't believe he's just 
He is throwing people under the bus. No, Dave, I get it. And you know what? I understand your position. And thank you for calling. Good to talk with you. And I understand where Perloff is coming. But here's the thing. Have you ever put yourself in this situation, right? Where say you go to work and you've got a boss, but you know your boss doesn't know nearly as much as you. You know, your boss is unproven also. Your boss is new on the job. This is the first time they're in their position. And you're sitting there being like, they're using me wrong. And I know they're using me wrong. And on top of that, I'm getting the feeling like my boss isn't going to be my boss for much longer. I think it's a natural instinct to be like, I'm not going to go sit up here and just take this lying down when I've worked so hard to get to where I am. Yeah. Is he's that not ever, saying he's going rogue here. He just has that to play ever like worked for an NFL quarterback? Have you ever seen an NFL quarterback who kind of sold the coaching staff down the river? and rebound from it. Yeah. It seems unusual. And also, Justin Fields is 24 years old. He has no idea what the NFL is supposed well, I to be know, like. but He has never been <laughs> on a winning team. I get it, but Luke Getze, his big claim to fame was working with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's way. a lot easier, and you look great as an offensive coordinator when Aaron Rodgers is under center. I mean, that's the real lesson. Never hire a former Aaron Rodgers assistant <laughs> on any level. Yeah. Poor Getze and, and Hackett are just doing terribly. Yeah, yeah, so unless it, you know for sure Aaron Rodgers is not going to tear his Achilles. By the way, this is, it is a kind of a minor thing. Like, he was very reasoned in this thing. But this is definitely, like, you don't criticize your your own team. You criti- you criticize yourself. If you're ever going to criticize the Maggie and Perloff team, <laughs> yeah, you have to criticize yourself, not not everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> I mean seriously, that's how quarterback. That's like the first thing you learn from watching Tom Brady videos. It's all about me. Yeah, but, I mean all about the team. Okay, but he also had Belichick there giving him the directions, right? And they made everything. Listen, they did, Belichick didn't come in and say, Brady, we're going to need you running the ball 15 times a game. If they had, Brady would be like, you're crazy. I can't do that. Yeah, but no, he would have gone up that mic and said, I'm going to do my job. Uh, he would never have said, oh, the coaching staff is overcoaching me. That'd be a, the weirdest thing you'd ever heard. No, but if they if they were using them wrong, I don't know. They they Also, Belichick and Brady won three Super Bowls before anybody could blink. You know, they're in a lot of shared good history. That You said it yourself. The Bears don't have this good Why, history. Yeah, this is ridiculous that we're even comparing I that know. situation to this situation. Listen, you don't question Matt Eberflus. <laughs> <laughs> you the don't flus. even. We said if Matt Eberflus walked in the studio today, we wouldn't know who. He I was. have no mental image of what Matt Eberflus looks like, and I've watched a bunch of Bears games. I just doesn't. It doesn't stick. What I know what Arthur Smith looks like, the yeah. Falcons coach. I don't know what Matt Eberflus looks like, and I'm looking. At, I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and I still, still <laughs> having trouble. He's one of those faces you just can't grab. 855-2124-CBS. See you guys on the phones. 855-2124-227. If you would like. To get in on this Justin Fields conversation, come on in. Again, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where we say hi to the Widows and the Purple Drinkers, our CBS Sports Radio affiliates. Of course, we appreciate you so much. Coming up, another replacement for Aaron Rodgers. We've got some details on that right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Raging pre-show debate. Important stuff, yeah. not about Justin Fields' future, but about the power couple of the day. But first, let's wrap up this Justin Fields conversation yeah. here. Because I actually, I see Jay's on the line. I like this idea a lot. I think this is the number one fix. And if you're just joining yeah. us and haven't heard, Justin Fields at the podium today with the Chicago Bears admitting that the coaching staff is putting too much on his plate. There's too much to process. And he wants to, in his words, stop playing like a robot and start playing on instinct, how he knows how to play. So that has led to a debate. Is you know he right to say this and be honest, as I think? Or is he calling out the coaching staff, which, as Perloff says, no quarterbacks really do that and generally kind of end up looking good? Uh, Jay is in Alabama. Hey, Jay, what's up? What's up, y'all? First of all, that, that clip you played over Justin Fields explaining that, that interception, that was textbook, perfect form, pristine, just like total, just, 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 just perfect dry snitching. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the best, that's Hall of Fame dry snitching right there. Just, just the slip of the name. Yeah. Like, oh, did I just say that? I mean, almost like Steve Urkel. I mean, it's just perfect dry <laughs> snitching right there. Yeah, it's like, what but, happened on that pick six? It's like, well, you know, the play call, uh, the play call really, they had two ways they could have gone there. Call a deep pass, which they didn't do, or call the screen pass, and look what happened. I think I lost y'all. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, I thought I'm in the country. No, but, yeah. It, look, you threw the interception, bro. It's like me blaming. I'm a grown adult still blaming my parents for all my screw-ups, man. <laughs> You're a grown adult. You're a grown adult. You're not allowed to blame every anybody anymore. But um, as far as Chicago and everything, look, the perfect solution is build a freaking dome. Yeah. For all that tradition. I mean, my whole family's from Chicago. I know exactly where Soldier Field is. It's perfect. It's right off of Lake Michigan. Dude, build a dome. Well, they're not. Yep. This is the new Yeah. Go ahead. The new stadium in Arlington Park uh I'm sorry, will have an enclosed roof. They will. So, I think okay. that everything is going to turn around and just I, when is this thing supposed to be done? That's the question. I don't know, but the thing about it, last time Chicago was relevant when running backs were relevant. Backs aren't relevant <laughs> anymore. So, I mean, you can't I mean, look Remember, remember a few years ago when Chicago got to like 50 below, people had water guns and the water was freezing before it even hit the ground. <laughs> yeah. People were locked in their people were locked in their house because they took a shower and the steam locked the door on them. That's <laughs> why you have to build the dome, and they should have done it 
probably 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Well, I'm with you, Jay, but I'm with you all across, right? Like, I know people love football weather and all that stuff. It makes it a nice, you know, nice on TV to watch the snow. But, Jay, I'm with you. I think domes everywhere. I wish the Bills would build a dome. Hell, they build a mm. team that looks like they should play in a dome. Why not just actually finish the job and put the dome over the new stadium? Well, why didn't you build a cold-weather team and have a home field advantage? If you're a dome, you're just another team. Why did you build a power-running, power-defense team? I don't know. I'm not the GM. I wish they would. But, again, I know people, it's sacrilegious to say this about Lambeau or whatever, but I do think that it'd be better if everything was domed up. Oh, Maggie, that that take is not going to go over well. Edit that out of the podcast. That <laughs> I'm, is, I'm fine saying You that. just said dome Lambeau? Oh, my gosh. I'm saying dome everything. That is That is a terrible idea. That, and I've honestly, been to Lambeau. I'm not. I, this, I, I loved going to Lambeau. Dome Lambeau. You know what? Granted, while, I was there and it was April. While, <laughs> while you're at it, you know, we might as well dome Wrigley Field and Fenway, too. We <laughs> might as well. Actually, let's tear down Fenway and build a generic stadium. This is a ter- These are terrible okay, ideas. Okay, but Jay's just saying build a dome in Chicago and you're totally for it. What's well, the Chicago, difference? Soldier Field. The funny is- thing is, I want Minnesota to go outside because it's so darn cold there. That would be an incredible advantage if you built your team that way. Remember, they Sh- did play outside for a couple yeah, years and they were they building were, the new stadium. They were kind of built. They, you know, Teddy Bridgewater was a quarterback. They were built for an indoor stadium. Chicago, it's not working. <laughs> Chicago just has to do something different than what they've done. But I, I do think that's an interesting idea. They can't solve the quarterback situation time and time again. They just keep failing here, and they're probably going to draft someone this year, and it's probably not going to work out. Yeah, I, I just I don't be- I don't believe that you know, it's happened so rarely. And I know maybe Caleb Williams is a guy who could be an exception, but it's happened so rarely when guys honestly either go back to college. Or really don't want to go yeah. to the place like Eli Manning, Peyton Manning. Uh, well, let's. See. I mean, I know Jim Kelly didn't want to go to Buffalo, but that eventually worked out. Maybe they've been behind the scenes. Yeah, John Elway. An agent might call. Some, well, John Elway famously, but there might be an agent calling someone saying, hey, "Don't, don't pick this guy. He's not going to like it there." But that being said, Chicago. If I'm a quarterback, if I'm Shador Sanders, if I'm Bo Nix, if I'm any of these guys, I say, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> Just let me fall the second round. I don't want to go. Uh, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, Perloff alluded to it. Okay. This, I feel like our show might not recover from this debate because I feel like it's getting kind of personal here. Do you want to set up what it is? Okay, so Jason Kelsey, the sort of spirit animal of the entire city of Philadelphia, was on, was it a podcast on WIP or the radio? No, he was on the morning show. He was on the morning show, okay. And he was asked about his brother, Travis, and the possible relationship with Taylor Swift. Can we hear him? Andy? Yeah. Jason Kelsey will take cut oh, sorry. number seven. It's hard to answer because I don't really know a lot about what's happening in Travis's love life. And I try to, like, keep uh, you know his business kind of his business sure. and stay out of that world. You know, but having said that, man, I I, I think he's doing great, and I think it's all 100% true, and I hope that this soon goes to my own job. I don't know what's happening. I did not see that twist coming, by the way. Yeah. You're like, Brody! I don't know. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. But it is 100% true, and they're doing great. <laughs> then he said, I'm joking. <laughs> he said, I'm joking. Yeah, oh, he, did he say, I'm joking? At yeah, the at the very end, he said, I'm joking. He has no idea. Wait, and by the way, I don't joking? know. joking? Can we isolate that at the end? Isn't that what he said? He did say I'm joking. It's hard to hear it, but hmm. that's part of the controversy around this clip. But apparently he did say I'm joking. Well, he started off by saying I have no idea who Travis is dating. I know, but then he pivoted. When play like, the whole, let's play the whole thing again and listen to the tone. 
it's hard to answer because I don't really know a lot about what's happening in Travis's love life, and I try to like keep uh, you know his business kind of his business sure. and stay out of that world. You know, but having said that, man, I I, I think they're doing great, and I think it's all 100% true, and I hope that this soon goes to my own. No, I'm joking. I don't know Whoa. what's happening. Oh, man, he snuck in the I'm joking at the no, end. And he started out by saying, I don't talk to Travis about his relationship life. He clearly at no point has any inside knowledge here. Okay, well, whether or not this is but, true. Uh, by the way, the, the America has decided it's true. It doesn't matter what Jason says. We are assuming that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are together. I kind of feel like this is a really kind of a weird, heady move by Kelsey because I think this might be maybe coming from his side. Forcing her to date him because he's telling her to acknowledge this, you know? All right. Okay. (laughs) So this was the pre-show debate we got into. And like, honestly, I don't know if the show is going to recover. Who is the bigger power couple? Because while all this Kelsey Taylor Swift stuff is going on, meanwhile, Odell Beckham Jr. and Kim Kardashian are also apparently hanging out, according to People Magazine. So who's the bigger power couple, Kelsey and Taylor Swift or Odell and Kim Kardashian? And before you answer, this is a Lifetime Achievement Award. Don't just get caught in the moment because Taylor's on a tour and Kelsey is on the reigning Super Bowl champs. Think at their peak, at their height, that doesn't Both make the celebrity but not and the, the athlete in terms of fame. But th- I don't understand the the premise of the question. So if all of a sudden people were famous forty years ago and then their seventies start dating, they're <laughs> yeah. not the power couple yes. they were when they were thirty five. What's this lifetime achievement? <laughs> well, just saying, you know, they're yeah, clearly Barbara not Streisand decides to get together with you know Robert De Niro. I think it would still be pretty big news. <laughs> that would be big, but right, but it wouldn't. Yeah, that's a good point actually, but. All that being said, you got to give it a lifetime achievement. Nobody award. cares who Kim Kardashian's dating anymore, though. That maybe fifteen. They have a whole show around it. Is that show Just still on? Yeah, that show is twenty years old. Well, I mean, so is Grey's Anatomy, but people yeah, still watch. Well, first it. of all, Taylor Swift is right now. I mean, like kind of like our version of the Beatles. There has never been a tour like her last tour, and my I can't remember the last time. Maybe when the Rolling Stones in 1986. I have no idea, but she's way, way bigger than Kim Kardashian. I think even at her peak, she's bigger than Kim Kardashian, and she actually does something, unlike Kim Kardashian. The other thing, too, is Kim has already dated a lot of famous people, married famous people. Yeah, and Taylor hasn't? Well, (laughs) She's dated every famous person. This is all the material for her songs. No athletes, though. So this is the first athlete where Kim's... Yeah, she's smart. Kim's, I think, has dated a lot of athletes, married Chris Humphreys and... And also yeah, all, all Bush, her relatives. I mean, so many. All, all, yeah. So Kardashian you, and athletes, the yeah. whole family is kind of goes hand in hand. I don't think OBJ and Kim Kardashian moves the needle at all. Well, I think it's a, basically a non probably last two months and or even if they get married. This, this was five that years That is not ago, a big deal. If it was five years, five years ago, ago OBJ and Kim K five years ago, huge deal. Like, who's, Okay, I, that's what I said. It's a lifetime achievement award, though. So yeah, five but, years ago, it's huge. But because they fizzled out, it feels just bleh right now. I don't even know. <laughs> Jeez, what, what are you guys, TMZ? Crap, you All guys the... are. This is hard. Listen, you asked a question. I guess I did. Anyway, the, the public agrees with you. Kelsey and Taylor Swift are crushing in this poll. 83% say they're the bigger power couple over Odell and Kim Kardashian. We don't even know who all the Kardashians and all the Jenners are dating someone famous, and we don't even keep track of it anymore, do we? I mean, Devin Booker snuck in there. Nobody cared. Like, who are they dating now? We don't even know. I know Kendall Jenner's with Bad Bunny. Bad, thank you, Manny. Right, right. But so what? She'll be with someone else Wait, in Bad six Bunny's months. Bad Bunny's a thing? 
Oh, Bad Bunny's oh, like no. a person. Bad Bunny's actually Amber. bigger than Kendall Jenner, but that doesn't. He might be a little bit bigger than Taylor Swift, who depending is... on where you are in the world. The hell is a Bad Bunny? You think Bad Bunny? Oh, you need some you think Bad Bunny's bigger than Taylor Swift? In Music? some parts of the world, yeah. In Puerto Rico, he needs some sasson in his life. <laughs> Manny, can you provide? By that? the way, we did have a conversation when Rihanna signed up for the Super Bowl. You said, "Oh, she's just as big as Taylor Swift." I'm like, I don't think so. Well, if maybe she had a tour going on, she just stopped touring. Mm, I don't think. People understand the phenomenon that is Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, to her credit, know what she did? She couldn't tour for six years, and she so that built right, up all. She couldn't own her music. Right? Built up all this anticipation, and I mean, listen, they're still trying to get her for the Super Bowl. I don't think they ever will. But I think Taylor Swift is by far, she's probably the biggest American star right now. Um, in the chat, yeah. Pete Tolner, YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio says, Perloff and Kim Kardashian would have been a huge power couple. No, I agree. I, I never would have. I was all about Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> really? She's way taller. There's no way I could date Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I think she's really, really small in real life. Well, yeah, Chloe looks like she's 6'5". You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember her and Lamar Odom? They'd be, you know, that. Yeah, that's Tristan kind of, Thompson. I'm 6'4", for any listener who doesn't know that. I could not. Yeah, I definitely. Kim, and how tall is Kanye? Kanye's probably 5'11". Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's very tall either. No, no, no I would not go for Kim. Well, I, more of a Chloe person. I feel like you don't find yeah. many of those people. And... I'll be totally honest, I'm Beatles happily of- married, but if I had a choice between the Jenners and the Kardashians, I think we're all <laughs> we're headed towards the Jenner direction. I don't know. Manny's really? giving Thumbs a thumbs up. For Manny. Yeah, no, we, yeah. We, we've been on that road for years. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like... <laughs> we, the, you and who? The Q rating on the Jenner women is pretty high these days. Ah, got it. Don't you think? I mean... Yeah, but they're just Kardashian light. Okay. Not, uh, I don't know. Wait, who, they, who, who both taught of, them everything they know? Kim. Yeah, but they so they got all the benefits of the Kardashians and like learned all the good things about her, but learned what not to do. They saw what the Kardashians did that didn't work, and they avoided those pitfalls. So the Jenners have all those positives without the the negatives. You know what? And I don't know if we I'm have, breaking down the Kardashians here. Let's go. <laughs> like you gave me something to think about there. I don't know if we have the resources to do the research here, but we should power <laughs> rank all the. Kardashian and Jenner relationships over the last, say, five years. Like, what? <laughs> what is the biggest power well, then we couple? we will cease to be a sports show. Like, where is Ben? What are you talking about? We have Ben Simmons in the mix. We have Devin Booker. Oh, we you have... want to power rank the significant others? Yes. No, oh, no, oh. power rank the couples. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. got it, got it, got so, it. Yeah, so, like, Kim and, and Kanye would probably be in terms of huh, visibility. James Harden was involved somewhere, right? Yeah. Was Did Harden no, I think I Chloe, think James yeah. Harden was with Chloe. Chloe oh, yeah. you're right. You and Harden, same taste Get out of here. Yeah. Um, and obviously, <laughs> Ben Simmons was—they were very serious for a long time, right? So that does that does the length of relationship? They were very serious I for think a very ben long time. Ben Simmons was with Kendall, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But now she's with Bad Bunny. Where does Chris Humphreys rank on the power ranking? Has anyone couple? seen this guy? I feel like they disappeared <laughs> him off the earth. Yeah. Like wink, wink. This guy's got to go now. He's seen the inside. He knows things. He can't just go out back and play for like you know the Nets. Do you guys know who Kylie is dating? Ooh, that's a good one. It's not Travis Scott anymore. I know that. That, I mean, they were married, right? Guys, They okay. had a kid. <laughs> yeah. Do you right. guys just want to go continue this conversation at the water cooler or something? <laughs> Marco, Poor are Marco. you okay? Kylie. Not, I'm out of my depth. I have no idea what the hell's going on. I don't, I don't know half of these people. I'm out of my depth. Kylie and Timothy Chalamet. Now that is, yes. that oh, that is, is a good couple. Yeah. That is a good couple. <laughs> Great conversation. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, wait, wait, wait. We're, we're going to break down the Bears quarterback situation more? <laughs> well, I'll tell you where that's headed. No <laughs> that's going to have as much success as all these relationships we're talking about. Say, what's a more, like, what's a, a more toxic relationship? Anything that's going on with Kendall's Kardashians or whatever's going on between a quarterback and the Bears? Yeah, do you, should we break down Justin Fields and Luke Getty or <laughs> Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a point there. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. We return to Sanity next with the Daily Dion. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Uh... Okay, turning out to be a bigger day for the Chicago Bears than maybe we had thought uh, on a couple different fronts. So we were playing you some sound earlier of Justin Fields had a press conference earlier today where he talked about how he, you know, was the coaching staff was giving him too much information. It was too much to process. It was making him play like a robot. And he wants to get back to playing the way he knows how, using instincts and just kind of with a clear head. It was a little paralysis by analysis, if you will. Uh, well, that was being taken that he took a major dig at the coaches, which he took it. It feels like he still took somewhat of a dig. Not a maybe. We never said he took a major dig at the coaches, but he is. He is whether he intends to or not being critical of the coaching staff in a public form. Right. Yes. So he met with reporters again just moments ago. You know, you're not having a good day when you have to hold two different press conferences. That's never what you want. So, Justin Fields, and yes, we do have some of that. Yeah. Manny, Santer? I think they're working on it. Okay, they're working on it. Um, Okay, here we go. So, here's Justin Fields. Thank you guys for getting that quickly, uh, clarifying his comments. You guys' jobs are to get clicked, so it's like when you take my quote out of context and when you just say that, if you paint the picture on the inside out, like y'all are trying to split split us up as a team. I'm not blaming anything on the coaches. I'm never going to blame anything on the coaches, never going to blame anything on my teammates. I will take every, whatever happens in the game, I will take all the blame. I don't care. It's a drop pass. It should have been a pass. Put it on me. Okay. so That's, by the way, what quarterbacks are supposed to say. But he just said, I will never do that. He literally just did it four hours ago. (laughs) Well, he's saying also, now it's convenient, right? It's like blaming the media is the most convenient thing to do. But I understand why he might be upset. There's a clip going around on social media where – he just says, you know, it's all on the, it basically says it's, it's the coaching that makes me play robotically, but didn't really give the full context. Um, listen, coaches and players will be able to find a common en- enemy in the media. And so this will probably get everyone back on the same page, ironically. Yeah, but the reality is the only thing that will help the situation is winning football games. Honestly, we would give them a full pass if they go out and beat Kansas City, then it's like, oh, Justin Fields was right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, what he's saying here is that it should be about me is the right approach for quarterbacks to take. I mean, listen. Like taking the blame, you mean? Taking the blame. Watch Tom Brady. Uh, Shador Sanders watches Tom Brady. (laughs) You know, we always, everybody, that should be your model. Justin Fields did not act like him in his first press conference. And honestly, I think it was frustration. I think that's why he got sort of off off the quarterback path. I think Justin Fields is incredibly frustrated. They're 0-2. He's looked bad. 
I think he's definitely not a happy camper right now. So he lashed out a little bit, and then he realized, you know what, that's not who I am. Yeah, listen, he's trying to head this thing off. Again, anytime you got to throw two press conferences, well, that was more of like a media scrum, but every time, anytime you got to do that twice in one day, it's never good. I remember one time the Mets had to do five press conferences in one day. It was just it was a real it was a real bad scene. That's when you know things are just not, not going well. And here's another sign. Now, I don't want to be reckless here um, and go with something that we cannot corroborate on our own. So I do want to put out every caveat possible on this that I do not know who John Z Sports is. John Z Sports uh, says on his bio, he's the founder of Sports Talk Chicago and has a YouTube channel. Okay, so take that for what it's worth. He is claiming that Hallis Hall, which is the corporate offices for the Chicago Bears, and defensive coordinator Alan Williams' home were raided today by the FBI in an undisclosed incident. Hallis Hall was reportedly raided this morning. Williams' home was raided Sunday night after the team's week one loss. That's according to John Z Sports. And that's interesting if that indeed is true. Yeah, you don't want to speculate, no. but... but. Uh, He's been away from the team for a week um, leading up to this, so that would explain why. The timeline, yeah. Yeah, that would give more context to this. Um, yeah, I don't even want... It's, yeah, I mean... There, there's so many dark There's a lot going dark on with the Bears right now. <laughs> Put it that way. They got problems on the field. They may have some problems off the field. Mm. It's going to be a lot, a lot going on. Yeah, and luckily they play the defending champions. Yeah, <laughs> no big deal. Just go take on the Chiefs. Good luck. I have actually a feeling that the Chiefs are going to... The Chiefs mailed in week one against the Lions. Weren't even trying, it looked like. I feel like the Chiefs are going to take this game lightly, and it's going to be more competitive than we think. I'm betting Bears. Are you betting Bears? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, what, <laughs> but, did the spread change on this game at well, all since Justin Fields said now he's going to be himself? I think... I imagine... I'm guessing 10.5 or something. What, what's the spread? Uh, i got to find it for you in but, one second. I just do do feel like the Chiefs are are not really all together yet. That maybe they'll take them lightly. The Bears will play like a house on fire and keep it relatively close. It is a twelve and a half point spread. Yeah, that's that. Those are the bigger ones in the NFL. They don't usually get much bigger than that. Well, I know Kelsey obviously is not himself. No, uh, Tony's still out right now with a with an ankle injury. Sky Moore played better. I feel like we're not even really seeing the Chiefs yet. This is sort no, of No, but ironically, line. the defense has actually been playing yeah. quite well. Uh, or maybe you want yeah. to blame that a little bit on Jacksonville's offense and the red zone was just atrocious. Maybe that made the Chiefs defense. But, you know, I actually went back and watched that game last night, and the Chiefs defense legitimately was good. They were harassing Trevor Lawrence quite a bit, you know. Considering Chris Jones was playing his first game of the season, he looked really good. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I, I, I'm not a huge believer in Steve Spagnuolo's defense. Uh, I get it. I think every, offenses are so far behind so far this season through two weeks. All these great defenses, we'll see if it lasts. Yeah, that's true. Although the Bears, I mean, unless Justin Fields really is going to go superhero mode on this. He should. He should run every play. Yeah, but then the other part is, like, I get it. He doesn't want to be a robot. He wants to be himself. I think the Bears ultimately will be better with a combination of the two. But if your quarterback's out there confused then you've got to do something to change it. If he's not being able to be himself, you did trade for DJ Moore. Like, you should be able to move the ball a little hey, bit more down the field, and that hasn't happened. I just honestly, uh, I would not 
throw many pass plays out there. They haven't been running. They've been criticized. They haven't been handing the ball off at all. Yeah. They're very, very few running plays. Getsy is kind of going back to his DNA, which is a West Coast pass every play thing. It's not working at all. I would just do a lot of running for both fields and the run. Uh, who's the running back? Khalil Herbert there. Yeah. Give him 20 carries. You got. You can't give the ball back to Mahomes. Just slow the game down. Yeah, the problem is, is against Kansas City, let's say the offense wakes up this week and all of a sudden you're down by two scores. Then you can't hand the ball off 20 times because now you got to try to get back in the game. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'd still just, I'd urge a ground control game. But I don't think that, is Chiefs offense scaring you right now? No, they're not. I mean, yeah. Mahomes always scares me and Andy Reid, but the wide receivers right now have not been awesome. Yeah, they're not playing the Bills. You don't have to be scared of them. <laughs> I'm scared of them all the time, for, uh, even when they're not playing my team. So, wait, by the way, does Justin Fields' second press conference fix this situation? Is it going to go away? Uh, no, it's definitely not going away. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, It's not going away because there's going to be some major crossroads that are going to have to happen with this team. If they keep losing, they're going to get high draft pick. And if the Carolina Panthers, whose pick they have, keep losing, they'll have two high draft picks. They're going to have to decide what to do with them. Absolutely. And if Justin Fields drops back this weekend and holds on to the ball, people are going to say, oh, is that the coaching being too complicated? Is Fields doing something wrong? I think we're going to be picking him apart all week long. I don't know if they're going to get any better. They just got a whole hell of a lot more interesting, though. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up, we do have the Daily Dion. What did Dion say to Shiloh and Shador Sanders? We'll tell you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.